Hi everyone, I'm Jake Namsha, and you're listening to the Lamb Fam and Friends Podcast. All right, everyone. We're here. We are back for more. Um, man, it's been a couple weeks, took a couple weeks off. Last week I was out of town, so we didn't do one last week. I don't think we did one the week before. No, because Thanksgiving. No, we didn't. Thanksgiving, that's right. Couldn't do a podcast on Turkey Day. We were so consistent. I know, we were, but that's right. We're creeping up slowly but surely. On fifty on fifty episodes. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this in the car the other day. I was like, you know, okay, like if our podcast even gets like one member, like we don't really do it for that, but that's just like cherry on top, right? But then I was like, well, I wonder how many people have listened to our podcast and decided not to come to our gym. <laughs> and I was like, they don't ever tell you about that when you do advertising. Um, so. Anyways, um, yeah, if you've in, been listening this long, uh, you deserve a medal. You, de- you deserve a star. So. We have some loyal listeners. Jordan Yeah. All of the people that have, like, desk jobs, right? Yeah. That, like, sit at a desk, but they can listen to mute. They can listen to whatever. They don't, like, yeah. Like, my wife will go through all the episodes in the office on her phone, like just have it playing just so it's music in the, or like noise in the background while she's working. Um, I don't think they're bad. I think they're, I think they're good. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, Elliot. Didn't know your time was so valuable and precious. Um, I can tell you right now. You're an out, and yeah. I'm kidding. It was last last few months probably like a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, right. I'm kidding. I don't know how you've been close. They have a there's a thing um, that the business uh, mentoring that I that I do. They have a thing called finding your effectively hourly rate, right? And basically what you do is you take the number of hours that you work, right? And you take that by your salary. You divide it, right? Divide your salary by that number of hours you work a week, right? Um, and then, or by a month if you're taking it off a month. Um, and then uh, that's your, that, like that's how much you're worth, right? Like, so what you do then if you want to make more is that you find all the tasks that you do that bring in less than that amount per hour and you delegate them, Right? And so that you leave your time for the highest value things that you can do to bring in more money, right? So, like, for me, as a gym owner, I, I don't say this to sound snarky by any means, but, like, I can bring in more money for the gym if I were to focus more on sales or personal training, right? Because the amount of money that we make from that is more. Whereas if, you know, our class, whatever we pay our trainers per class, that's less, right? So I delegate those so that I can free myself up for higher dollar hours hmm. right yeah you can it's pro- did you know that you can hire a personal assistant on like one in india or somewhere like that like all these people do it through um upworks you can hire a personal assistant to do all of that stuff like make phone calls for you they can do spreadsheets for you and because the you know gross domestic income uh, is so much cheaper in those countries it costs you like next to nothing. Oh, 
but they are making a ton of money for their country, but you're paying them in American dollars, right? And the, uh, what's the currency rate, right? Uh, is, Denali, yeah, Denari. That's in the Bible. <laughs> it might be. Uh, I don't know. But anyways, that's what a ton of people do. They just hire these assistants from, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. They've learned to because they. Re- yeah. Yeah, you can. They'll send out emails. They'll follow up with clients for you. Like whatever tasks you delegate to them, they can do them. No, uh, I don't. I don't know. No, but I know a lot of people that do. So. That's hilarious. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure. Chances are, we probably said something that was politically incorrect during that time. I don't know what. I just what? imagine. I don't know. I, I just know we could. Rupee. There you go. Rupee. Rupee. All right. <laughs> Ah, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. So we are going to talk about today, the open is coming. Hashtag. Yep. All right. So. No one knows anymore. And that's why it's so kind of frustrating. Um, Even though I think that they finally got it back to where it belongs. I like it being in February and in March. Um, What? You're good. Do you? I mean, how much do you want? I mean, I, I'm not made of money, but I can give you something. <laughs> okay. Well, I can give you a month free of uh, membership. Well, okay. All right then. You want to do it? Yeah. I'll I'll text you. All right. See you, bro. All right, man bartering at its finest people <laughs> got to get the heater fixed <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways um so yeah i like the open being back in february and march as opposed to when was it october last year yeah, yeah. That is not where it to be. well it was so weird because we did two in a year we did yeah. february to march right. and then we did it again in october to november yeah, no. <laughs> we were moving. We were moving. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I remember it being getting getting cold right around that time. Yeah, it was cold. I think we did two because the last one that we had was the dumbbell thruster toe bar double under that twenty minute amrap one. Right, yeah, we had to leave the rig up until everyone could do the workout that night on Friday, get it set up, you know, over the weekend and get moved. Ooh, um, yeah, come in. Hi, it's Stephanie Terry. She's making a guest appearance on our podcast. You can ask me right now. What is it? Three sets. Bike is a cash out. Okay, so three rounds of it. Yep. Yep. Oh, gotta love it. Um, all right. So anyways, how many opens have y'all done? Like how many years? Probably about ten. So my first open was twenty seventeen, but then I guess I've done five opens since we had two last year. That makes sense. Yeah. 
But yeah, we'll be in 2021. Yeah, and this yeah. next one, six, six open. Nice. Burpees, and, yeah, I think so. That was your first open. Yeah. Yeah. That was five years ago. I think they called them, I think it was 19.1 and then, let me look real quick. Let me look, let me look. Hang on. Workouts. This tab saved. Yeah, so all they have on here is 2020, 2019, 18, 17, 16. So they, I guess, technically, you did 2019 in... October of 2018 or uh, February of 2019 you did 2019 and then October of 2019 you did 2020 that's what it was because the games weren't until this past couple weeks yeah yeah this would be 21.1 so anyways uh, y'all have done six I have done all of them Um, so this will be my 11th Oh, no, there's one that's not on here either, so this will be my 12th. Yeah, so there you go. Um, so, I don't remember all of them. Uh, they kind of run together now. But Oh, gosh, yes. That was uh, the last, that was, yeah, it was 2012. Um, and I did it, and at the time the open grew so exponentially back then, right? Like you had one year, the first year that you did it, you know, you only have like not even a hundred thousand people doing it. Right. Then the next year it jumps up by like to half a million people doing it. Right. And do the first workout. I did that one. I was sitting. Okay. Right. No, the first workout was the seven minute AMRAP of burpees. That's right. So I did that first one and you didn't really know, like I had made it the prior year. And at that time you didn't repeat workouts. Like you just did them once and that was it. Yeah. And so, uh, or at least I didn't repeat any workouts. So then the coach that I had at the time, like I did some strength stuff before it and then like knocked out the workout. And then all of a sudden the scores start coming in and it's like, oh no. So then I had to retry it again. And then I read it again. And I was so sore in my triceps for like a week. It was so miserable. Um, and that workout, yeah, that's a workout. We, we need to program that workout. So. How many like the winners were get, I think like the top were getting like 140, right? Really? But it, it was it was to a six inch target, right? Oh. And you don't realize how much that little jump over 140 reps will blow up your calves, right? Um, yeah, it, I do. I think it's fantastic. It's so accessible. Anyone can do it. Right. It's like, hey, you think you're fit? Here we go. Give right. it a shot. Anyone can do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I remember that one. Um, all right, and then let me think. Oh, here's what we're going to talk about. Training leading in to the Open. Mm. Give your pitch to our members as to why they should sign up for the Open. <laughs> Rebecca, you're included because you have to do it as well. Yeah. <laughs> 
Without a doubt, wholeheartedly agree. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It is. It sucks. It sucks doing it, but it's a lot of fun when, like, I don't know, it gets me fired up when I see someone, like, they've got 30 seconds left in this AMRAP and they're trying to finish that round and get that score. And I'm just like, oh, just like, come on, you can do it. Yeah. Okay, I'm Ellie's coach, and she doesn't need to do that. So, because she is trying to, she is trying to qualify. It's fun if you don't put pressure on yourself. Yeah, I will say, as a coach, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, as an athlete, I have not once ever enjoyed it. That's actually a really good point, because you're right. As an athlete who's really trying to qualify, look, it's fun, but you have to admit that it is a stressful five weeks. If you're someone like, let's take last year, and they're a really high-level competitor, you have 20 spots. And it's like 20, but if you're fighting for one of those 20 spots and every week you're seeing your name, like shuffle up and below that 20 mark, like you got to hold it together for five weeks. And that's a, like, that is a lot of stress sometimes for, again, people who are trying to qualify for something from the open into something bigger that you really have to learn to manage. Because, um, if you don't, by the end of the five weeks, you're spent, like you're just, you're drained. There's very, very few people who can train and continue to make either market improvements right. or even maintain their fitness without their fitness suffering through those five weeks. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Mentally too, like knowing you like did a workout the day before, like for some people that's just like not good. Yeah. So it, it's just annoying to me that that's all you get and then you kind of got to rest again. Yeah. After two days of normal programming. Right. Yep. Yeah, I think it's just great for people to, one, like you said, I love it now being back in February, March, because I love the fact that you typically in the gym scene, you have a lot of people who join a gym in January, right? They're probably, if you're doing even a remotely good job, you're able to keep people for two months, hopefully, right, at your gym without them leaving. They get to see that, right? And they get to experience that as well. And it's a huge community building event. And I think it pushes people outside of their comfort zone because we can all attest that the hardest we've probably ever gotten to work out, we can probably go back to an open workout and say like, that was the most like I've ever pushed myself and really went harder and did more than I thought I could do. Right. right? That's what's so great about it is that intensity, like we can push intensity daily in our classes, which is what we want to do. But trying to recreate that atmosphere of like, hey, it's Friday night, the open's here, you got to judge. Like, 
this, this is it. This is your shot, right? You can't recreate that like throughout the week. You have to have something like the open to be able to do that for you. Um, and I think that's just, that's really invaluable. Like just seeing what you're made of, not in terms of like quality of a human being or anything like that, but just testing your fitness, like just putting it out there and just being like, let's see, let's see where we're at, you know? Um, it's a lot of fun. So I hope we have a lot of people sign up cause I think it'll be last year was good, but we were moving and just in a new location. So it was kind of, kind of weird. Um, this year we're settled and established and I think it can be a lot of fun. Right. So, yeah. Can we announce that we're doing nope. uh, mm-hmm. what Friday night lights or we're not. Oh, Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 No, we have a huge, an- we have a huge announcements coming, but that may be a week from now. Um, okay. Um, so that's a te- that, that's a teaser. Keep you coming back. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, we're going to do the intramural open again, which was a lot of fun a few years ago. I don't know. Um, why was it weird? So then why would we do two? Because I just feel like it's more competitive. Like, I, no one knows who's on what team if there's three. But if there's two and they're not on your team, you know. I'll look into that. I'm, I'm open to that. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> we could do a blue and a white team. Blue team, white team. Because oh, cool. those yeah, are our colors. That'll come down to the draft. So the way we do our intramural open is we we have we have uh, yeah we take everyone who's signed up uh, and they have to sign up beforehand and then like so I guess the open starts on a Thursday we'll do it on a Sunday so they got to be signed up before that Sunday we get all the teams and then we put them just kind of like either on a sheet of paper or on a whiteboard. And then basically we draw numbers to see who goes first and gets the first pick, second pick. Right. And if we only do two teams then then we'll do two picks. Uh, and then we just go back and forth and try to put together our fittest teams. Um, she did not beat me. That's really, Ellie, that's really unprofessional. All right. Really. That, that, that really hurt me. We were, you know what? Okay. Well, that's my goal this year is to beat Judd. That's right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Nick just dropped off paint. So appreciate that for this weekend. Yeah. If you're coming this weekend, Saturday, please come, please help, please help paint and please help the floor down right um anyways yeah we'll do we'll draw teams and then from there we do the custom leaderboard on the games website where we split up our teams and then they enter their scores in and then the leaderboard stuff on the games website kind of calculates the scores and tells us tells us who wins it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be fun A couple times y'all have gotten food, and it's when y'all have, like, it's only when we have staff meeting outside of, like, the middle of the week. Like, if I'm going to ask y'all to have a staff meeting on Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, yeah, I'm going to buy you food. Hey, can we bring back the Thursday night watching the open announcement and everyone eats their food and watches it? 
we can, we can think about it. We can think about it. Yeah, um, I gotta find our projector, but um, yeah, we, have a TV. we do have a TV. That's true. So maybe we can do it. That would be easy setup. That'd be easy setup. Please take them. Yeah, it was. Um, all right. So, anyways, how we're gonna plan for the open? So the way we do it is we do a Friday night lights. So workouts released on Thursday. Friday night uh, is when we have the majority of our members at our gym do the workout. And then Monday, if they want to retest it, they have the opportunity to retest it on Monday. Um, but there's a different workout scheduled for the class or program for the class that day. Um, for those who don't want to do it twice, which I don't blame you. Um, so here's how we are going to prep for the open as a gym. And I'm actually really excited about this because this is the only time I've ever actually done this. Um, uh, programming wise. So I've like kind of, well, no, actually I haven't, um, cycles of programming, right? I've never done a true cycle of programming for a gym. I do that for my athletes all the time, but that's because I can always pretty much account for a lot of variables that I can't account for when we're programming for class workouts. So for instance, I know that my individual athletes, like I know they're working out five times a week and I know some of them are doing doubles. I know what day they're doing doubles. I know how to manage the volume, all that kind of stuff. When it comes to uh, programming for a gym, you don't know that. You don't know what days people are coming, what days people are resting. Um, so when you kind of do cycles, sometimes that hurts them because if they only come on Wednesday and they can never come on Thursday and you have something scheduled for Thursday, then they may go six weeks or so without like, you know, getting pulling on Thursday that would even out the pressing on Monday or, uh, the intensity on Thursday is different and so on and so forth. So we're going to try something different this year where what we do is we set up the gym on an actual programming cycle. Um, but I've tried to do it in a way that allows enough leeway so that it's not like really boring, right? Like when you do, like, I'm sure I've given you some of these progressions before, like, you know, every Monday you're going to do a back squat cycle followed by front squat back offs. And then you're going to do, you know, some type of lower body muscular endurance piece. And it's just like progressions that make it really boring, right? Where it's like, it's effective, yeah. but it just can be boring. If you're like, I did like the same thing last week. Yeah. Um, so uh, here's how we're going to do it. Mondays are going to be some volume progression work for six weeks followed by some volume intensity work for six weeks, uh, interval style, uh, not volume intensity, sorry, interval intensity uh, for six weeks. So um, basically what we're gonna do, we're gonna take Monday, that's interval work. We're trying to ramp our way up from 20 minutes of work to 30 minutes of work with uh, half of the rest time for your amount of work time that you do uh, in each interval, right? So two to one work to rest ratio. Ellie has her Gatorade, she's good to go. Um, and then that's how we're going to do Mondays. So that'll be Monday. Tuesday will be a back squat strength day, which we've never, like, I think a long time ago, they used to do some of that stuff, right, right for the classes. Um, it's just fun, too. It's just hard to incorporate a Metcon, too. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, and so what we're going to do is we're going to do a strength cycle with back squats and then finish with, are you about to snort cocaine of Gatorade over there? What are you about to do? Okay. Yeah, you can do that later. You don't need to do that right now. Uh, yep. And, um, 
Then we're going to finish it out with like a lower body muscular endurance piece. So like this week, it's a minute of dual dumbbell front squats, a minute of air squats, one minute of rest for three rounds, which is just nasty. Nasty. Yep. And then Thursdays, we are doing some triplet work, right? So monostructural gymnastic weightlifting triplet combos, um, primarily row based because that's usually what they always do in the open is always row. We haven't seen a bike or a ski or anything like that. And, it's the only monostructural movement that I think they can incorporate that every gym has. Yeah. Cause like not, great yeah. And not every gym has an assault bike. The scoring on assault bikes is terrible. Yeah. Um, and yeah. skis, I mean, it's the same thing. Not every gym has ski ergs. Yeah. So, um, no kidding. I know it. Um, it really would be. Yeah, you're good at running. That's why. No, no. I'm just much more efficient on a rower than I am running. That's what it is for me. I'm not an efficient runner, right? So like, um, it's a great. Yo, yeah. I'm like, (laughs) Sean sometimes has like a little shuffle going where it's just like back. Uh, and then Thursday will be our Olympic lifting, uh, skill-based stuff. So we're going to do some Olympic lift percentage work for six weeks. And then we're going to transition that into, uh, some lifting under fatigue and what I call like battery conditioning, where we're trying to move, you know, 80% plus for a one at max for load in some type of a mixed environment. Um, yeah, yeah, I know they're fun. They are, they're fun because what like an example, of that? an example would be like 10 minute AMRAP one squat clean seven bar facing burpees increase the squat clean by one rep every round and it's done at like let's say 80 percent of your one rep max right something like that yeah right that was yeah and that was heavy too that was like 225 right for 25 for 30 rounds right it was 205 135 yeah that was a good workout um and so that'll be Thursday, and then Friday will be basically our throwdown day, right? And so Friday we're picking an old open workout and hitting that one, and uh, or if I may program some like what I think are like akin to open workouts, um, if it doesn't line up with the programming the with the stuff for the week prior, uh, and then Saturday is pretty much just a maintenance day where we kind of look at the week and we figure out, hey, all right, we you know may need to get some touches on. Um, double unders because we didn't do that all week or whatever it may be. We'll do that. And then Sunday is aerobic volume and that's it. So yeah, I think uh, what we're going to find is I think it's good because people who do have a little bit more flexibility in their schedule, like if you want to get strong, like then, or you want to focus on strength a little more Tuesday and Thursdays are probably the days you need to prioritize making sure you can come to the gym. Right. So um, yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll work out well, but we'll see. So are y'all excited about the open this year? Yeah. Are you gonna do it? You better. Now I'm gonna be on the team. So you're gonna do it. Yeah. Okay. More importantly, are you gonna train for it? Are you gonna train for it? I'm training right now. Well, I'm actually so I'm really jealous of this class. I wanna do this class structure work. That's a wonderful, wonderful setup. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> so wonderful. <laughs> uh, it does actually It makes it really easy for me. I do our programming for our, uh, I call it competitor programming. 
So like people who want to do extra stuff, but they don't, they don't know what to do right outside of our regular class. I program that stuff. And, uh, this actually makes it a lot easier for me to program that because I know what they're doing each day. So I can, I know where to add in extra stuff and where not, where to take, take it back. Um, but this will also help me because I'll be able to know, like, if I want to set up with you, I want to be like, I want Ellie every, like, I know we need to ease you back into squatting, so you can't do it yet. But in a couple of weeks, I know that I can give you the laminate class on Tuesday with whatever else you have because they're going to be doing squatting that day. And then, like, right. the throw down. Right. Yep. With other the throw with down. Other the throw down with other people. I just think it's going to be great. We're going to get better in 12 weeks. Yeah, 12 weeks is a long time, too. Like, you can get a lot, you can get a lot better in 12 weeks. Yeah. And that's what I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see like, okay, is this something that we want to do moving forward or is this something that we only need to do one time a year? Um, because I go back and forth on it. Uh, because I, the way where this stuff gets tricky is like, okay, we're doing like, let's say, let's just use Tuesday as the example. Hey buddy, you tired? All right. We'll go home soon, bear. Um, (laughs) Uh, if we take Tuesday and we, ha- we know we're doing heavy back squat progressions on Tuesday, well, then that really means that Monday and Wednesday, I need to either have no volume of squatting, right? Or I need to back it off a lot to where it's not a ton because I want to prioritize what they're doing on Tuesday. So then let's say that on Monday, I wanted to make that day something with high volume pulling, right? Like that's what we're doing this next week. We have a hundred chest bar pull-ups and a workout. Well, the problem is if I do that every Monday and I have squatting every Tuesday, I'm missing that combo of squatting and pulling, right? Like that I can program, I could do it, but it would have to be later on the week. And depending upon how the week shakes out, they may not be able to get to do it. Right. So just when you think about program for general physical, general preparedness, is it the best way or not? Well, there's a reason why CrossFit doesn't do it that way. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, But bottom line is if people get better on it, then we keep doing it because that means it works. So for whatever reason. So, um, I have a fun game. Do you? Yes, I just came up with it. So <laughs> I name the CrossFit movement and y'all name something in the real world that would be GED for it. Okay, AKA bar muscle up, climbing up on your deck when you get locked out of your house. Exactly, which you've done. Yes, I've done it. So I'm going to play it. Go for it. Okay. Oh, that's the easiest one. Literally. Well, do it then. Y'all can hear me. Go ahead, Rebecca. Yes. Mine would be pick. <laughs> <laughs> mine would be picking up like picking up a case of water, right? That's what I had a personal training client. That was her biggest fear was she couldn't pick up a case of water and get it from her car into her house. And I was it was Stephanie, Stephanie Fowler, and I was like, all right. So she worked with me for a couple months. I brought out a case of water deadlift it awesome. and she did all right so there you go okay this is a good one farmer's carry that's the easiest one suitcase to the airport yeah. there you go yeah. groceries and in, groceries inside yeah lunge Parlor. looking underneath the bed mm-hmm. there's no right answer, just... just to make sure there's no monsters <laughs> i do that every day except i do more of a burpee you get down and look under your bed yes. Do you make sure that there's no one under there? Yes, I do. That is so creepy. What is wrong with you? Right before I get down on my stomach, I'm like, what do I do? There actually is someone under there. 
So basically what you're saying is for Christmas, I need to get you a uh, smart security system. Or a knife. Yeah. Or a knife. Yeah. Okay. Or a gun. Or a <laughs> um, I have one that you won't be able to what? give an answer for. Do you want to double tackle? Nope. <laughs> that was from Sean. Uh, no overhead squat. Oh, I can totally you cannot give me a function in everyday life that an overhead squat has transferability to. I've actually, no, I've used it before and I thought about it. And I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> That's great, but. Yeah, no, without a doubt there is. Yeah. Oh, one time I was holding up something and I had to reach something on the ground. Really? <laughs> really? Okay. All right. I, don't I had an old, old woman, like this was eight years ago now. She asked me one day because we were doing overhead squats. She was like, why, why do I need to do this? And I literally could not come up with a good answer for her as to why she could. And I was like, just do it. <laughs> Just do it. And now I understand. It's like, hey, if you have an increased capacity in overhead squats, that's just going to make your front squat and your back squat that much better, right? We're teaching body control. We're teaching midline stability. It's just the carryover that it has to so many other things that we do, right? right? The real answer is it's a different way to order a squat. No, mm -hmm. right. no doubt. No. And the squat snatch is the only crossfit movement that utilizes all 10 GPPs, right? Nice. Really? Very good. Yep. Where did you hear that from? Um, pretty sure it's in the L1 handbook. Might be. I don't think it's the only one that has all 10, but it does have all 10. Because, like, um, wouldn't, a, wouldn't a, mu a muscle up would have all 10? Yeah. Well, no, actually, maybe not. Because I guess accuracy is. Um, Yeah, but I would say that Snatch is probably the best, yeah. like the pinnacle of the one that incorporates all 10 of them the most, mm -hmm. right? I would agree with that. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, what, uh, Christmas is coming up. I'm trying to think of anything else we have on the horizon that we need to let everyone be aware of. Bottom line is come to class, stay consistent, crush the open. Mm -hmm. And come see Ellie for all your nutrition needs. Yeah. Yes. Actually, it's not a nutrition challenge. It's a health challenge. Health challenge, which just means that we're incorporating more elements of health into right. it instead of just nutrition. Right. I think it would be cool that we're doing that progression leading up to the Open because that progression, backed by a lot of you know, reasons that we're doing certain things on each day, combined with nutrition and then combined with something you're training for, that's a perfect, perfect setup. Everything's laid out for you. Just show up. I heard a really good debate on the radio the other day. It made me think of you. And I forgot to text you. So today? Yeah, I'm going to ask you now. And I would like to know your opinion. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. So um, it was Rick and Bubba. And they were talking about, one of them was like, you know how people say health and wellness? Yeah. Well, one of them was like, that's just a crackpot way to, like, you don't need the term wellness. Do you think that health and wellness are different things, or do you think that wellness is just a 
synonym of health. Yeah. Uh, I mean, according to CrossFit, they're different. Because there's a continuum of sickness and fitness. And then somewhere sickness, there. wellness, and fitness. So in other words, wellness is just a throwaway term that people right. throw on just to add yeah. in extra fluff. Yeah, people don't really talk about wellness, right? But for me, I would say, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I see wellness as like almost a more holistic approach, whereas health is typically right. physical. Which is funny that we've made it like that because health is not. Right, it's not. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah. But that that is that is funny now that I think about it. That's huge. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to do is we have an open camp for Weld Fitness. Coming up January, I believe, 15th through the 17th. So I am stoked about that. Yeah. For uh, what did you just say? It's the 14th through 16th. Sorry. I apologize. Um, Anyways, uh, we are doing that. If you are interested in that, uh, please message me. Let me know. Um, I'm capping it at 10 men, 10 women. Uh, and I already have like five. 10 men, 10 women. Uh, and I already have five women, because uh, all I coach is women, uh, already signed up for it. And then a couple of men uh, as well. So um, anyways, the way I will do another, well, maybe next week, well, I'll give, or in a couple weeks, before I'll give like the rundown of what that's going to look like. I don't have all that planned out as far as like what the lectures are going to be. I do know that like Friday night we'll start. We will do a like not an old open workout, but a tester style open workout. Um, and then that will be videoed. You'll have a judge, all that kind of stuff. That's going to kick things off. And then the next day we'll start probably out of the track or something like that. We're going to do something outside of the gym because we have classes going on for at nine and 10. Um, and then we'll come back here, do a lecture or two, have a midday workout. Then we'll have another lecture or two, have an afternoon workout. Uh, and then Saturday night, have people over to Lauren and mine's house for dinner, just to hang out, um, chill. And then Sunday, we'll have a workout that morning, followed by a devotional. And then we will do, uh, we will repeat the workout that we did on Friday, right? To get people in the mindset of like, and we'll walk through part of the lectures. We'll be like, hey, 
let's figure out how do you find out your limitation in this workout? Like, how do we figure out what it is that's really stopping you from getting better on this workout? Then let's implement it and find out what happens, right? So, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. So, um, yeet. Rebecca has 15 minutes, and she's got a coach. What'd you have? You had chili? I had chili and a protein power salad from Cafe Itch. Pretty good. Not yeah, going to lie. It's really good. Do you have a protein yeah. power salad? Yes. It's like um, uh, hand bacon turkey, um, eggs, banana peppers. Ooh, love banana But I like banana peppers too. Gosh, they're so good. And it's a newfound joy of mine. Yeah, I've never had a salad before. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. good. Publix opens up tomorrow. Woot, woot. It's the little things in life. It's so great. No, it's a Publix, Ellie. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> the next day. <laughs> All we need now, I'm telling you, is a coffee shop over here. We have a coffee shop over here. I'm telling you. We don't need anything. We don't have one close enough. I, I know. We Literally don't. You have to drive at least 10 minutes to the front. Yeah. Honestly, I think I can help you start that. Now that oh, really? Well, you know, I don't really have a lot on my plate right now, so I would right. love to do that. Yeah, yes. that would be great. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say one more thing. Oh, congratulations to Aston and Gackle. Yes. So, and, Jimbo. and Jimbo. That's right. And Jimbo. And Lauren and Brittany. Yes, and Courtney and Caitlin and... Um, Logan and Dylan. Uh, so we had a bunch of people go out to the Nightmare Before Christmas competition at Amp Strength Conditioning out in Moody, and they put on a great competition. Uh, it was really well timed, uh, the way it was run. And um, it, uh, anyways, uh, Gasson and Gackle were top of the podium for the men's RX division. Um, Jimbo won scaled uh, in the team division uh, with his partner, and uh, really proud of them and for everyone because everyone just did. Um, I was just really proud. Uh, really happy um, just to watch them be able to put, be able to vent out like all the fitness that they do in here day to day. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it was great. Um, but yeah, shout out guys. That was my member shout out for the week. That can be all our member shout out for the week. There we go. Okay. All right. Anything else? Yes. My wife does not get enough credit for everything that goes on around here. Um, she's fantastic. And she also is the biggest celebrator of other people. Yeah, she is. She is. So. Uh, who are we sponsored by today? Um, nine gallons of Gatorade. Let's go. Lace <laughs> Why did you get a garbage flavor? Uh -huh. That's the best one. Which one? Oh no! You gotta go. Hey, you gotta go either blue or you gotta go. Uh, oh, that got everywhere in my office. It's so gross. Just to the dome. Straight to the. And you're washing it down with bang. That's so gross. That's so gross. Do you just eat that? But you have done it multiple times. All right. That's your nutrition coach, folks. All right. We will, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye.